three, two, one. Hello, welcome to um, God Dots, <laughs> the ministry stories and the people we meet along. Here, let me try that one more time. I'm looking at, I want to look at my camera. I'm going to try that one more, one more time. Three, okay, two, hit us with it. Sorry. Three, two, one. Hello, welcome everybody to God Dots. Ministry stories and the people you meet along the way. This is a cool podcast. Me and oh wait, Charles. we need to restart. We need to restart. Why? Because I didn't record my audio. Check one, two. Okay. <sighs> okay. Try. Sorry. <laughs> try again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> In three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Hello. How's That's everybody funny. doing today? Uh, this is. <laughs> God Dots. Um. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. Hey, guys, this is God Dots, a brand new podcast with me and Matt. And uh, we're going to call it God Dots Ministry Stories and the people we meet along the way. And uh, why do you want to do this in the first place, Matt? Okay, so I always wanted to start a podcast. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I didn't know how to structure it fully and how to start it, I guess, um, for the longest time. Um, me and Charles were both in an incredible ministries called Go Ministries International. Um, and I just didn't have time while I was there to actually sit down and start a podcast with somebody and make it consistent. But from there, I had the desire of, I just want to talk to people about ministry stories, about what they do yeah. in ministry, like the fun, yeah. the not so fun, the that's how the idea came about. Yeah, I remember and at Go too. Can I cut in? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, you cut in. Okay. Well, I remember at, at Go, um, me and you would sit down at the table and we had all these ideas for like videos at Go Ministries. Oh yeah. And we would do. Remember, we had the one that was the. It was about the blessing. Uh, what was it called? The blessing. Bucket blessing. Oh, bag. The, oh yeah, it was the blessing bin. I remember that because we had blessing bin, blessing bin, blessing bin. That's right. Well, we had yeah, food. Well, oh, I, I might. The idea was that else. a person was finally going to get in the blessing bin, and then somebody was going to claim a person because they were going to get blessed to somebody else. Um, but yeah, that's a long. That's a long story. <laughs> well, I remember one where it was like fat, fat Wednesday where we were. We got this giant cake. <laughs> Weakness oh, Wednesday. Wow, I forgot a Weakness Wednesday. Yeah, Weakness yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if we still have video of that. I wish we could play it, but we had this giant king cake, um, yep. and we just sat there. <laughs> for the yeah, for those that of you who so don't know, stupid. In Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah, they have a thing called a king cake, and they basically they. <clears throat> Put these tiny little babies in cakes. So they're little plastic babies, not real ones, obviously. Like, yeah, little tiny things. And you basically eat these cakes, and then whoever finds the baby, I don't know, they have to probably do something along with alcohol. Um, Shreveport, where we had met each other, all along the billboards on the roads, they have gambling like uh, advertisement. But the agreement that the casinos had to make with the city was is that they will put an if you're a gambling addict, be- they had to put if you're a gambling addict below the billboard, call this number. 
And so I just, the, the Shreveport has a tendency to lean towards um, that type of, <laughs> that type of stuff. Oh um, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> first <laughs> rabbit trail of the day is King yeah, Cakes. Yeah. Um, King Cakes. They're, they're overrated in Louisiana, I would say. They're not um, that good. They're not that good. But for Weakness Wednesday, they're pretty great. Anyway, so that's where we meet. That's kind of the background <laughs> of this podcast. Um, God dots. Um, yeah. Anyway, you is it time for our first segment of the day? You want to do this? You just want to start it? Okay. Okay. Uh, um, do you just want to start it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Let's, so first segment we're it. gonna do. We're gonna have rotating segments on the show, and basically one of the ideas we had was a story, a tale, and a lie. And the point was that I'm going to tell Matt a one story that is completely true. I'm going to tell him one tale, which is half true, half lie. And so I'm basically going to have a story, but I'm going to weave some some not truths in there. And then I'm going to tell him a complete farce, and he has to guess it. Now, you don't know my past yet. If you, if you do know my past, it's not going to be easy for him because I have some legit wild stories that are true. So it's not like he's like this, like totally, he's not dealing with like Betty Crocker here or Mary Poppins. Like I can weave some <laughs> wacky stuff and it's plausible. Um, okay. That's and true. Then, yeah. And so whoever, <clears throat> if he guesses which one's a story, which one's a tale and which one's a lie, I'm going to take a shot of this red wine vinegar. It has no wine in it. It's just vinegar. It's disgusting. It smells and then positively if, foul. If I don't, what I'm doing is I have this contraption of pickle juice and um, the mustard, and I'm gonna I'm just yeah. gonna dabble a little bit. DP Dr Pep. We were no, supposed is, to have apples. What is it? It's not a sponsor, but A and W. A W. Oh, okay, root beer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We were supposed to have apple cider vinegar, but. Unfortunately, I haven't been to the both... store. I haven't been to the store yet. <laughs> My excuse is that I just didn't do it. I just didn't. I just didn't do it. Okay, Matt, are you ready for a story, a tale, and a lie? Charles, I think I am ready for a tale, a story, a tale, and a lie. Okay, let me let me think of a story. Okay, so first story was when I was. Oh, let me think of one of them. I can't tell you which one's which. Dang it, that's that sucks. Okay, so okay, for, so story. First, yep, yep. Um, I'm trying to think of something that's civil, that that you can tell to a million people. Um, okay, so first story. Or just one person, I, aka okay. your <clears throat> Well, I'm uh, sorry. It's gonna, gonna be others. Okay, don't shout don't. out to Pastor Denise. You're shout awesome. out PD. Um, Okay, so first story, uh, I, man, okay, so one night I'm driving at three o'clock in the morning and I'm leaving my girlfriend at the Times house and we typically, every time I'd go over there, I would eat a bunch of pills and whatnot and I would stay the night at her house until like two or three in the morning and then I wanted to leave. I was like, I don't want to stay here all night. I never wanted to stay the night, but I wanted to fall asleep there. It was very odd. So she would drive me an hour and a half all the way home into New Baden, okay? But one night at 3 o'clock in the morning, I fall asleep at the wheel. 
I crash over the middle median in my car. I mow over a stop sign. I pop my tires and then I skirt on the other side of the road, pull my car over into the parking lot of a, um, a uh, what was it? A, uh, uh, a bank at a bank. And then I sit there for a while. My ex-girlfriend now comes and gets me and we pop, pop the, we put the car up on cinder blocks and then I leave. Okay, that's one of them. Okay, just keep track. One's a story, one's a tale, and one's a lie. The next one. I'm, I'm, oh, you're writing it down. The next one, okay, I'm at a festival, 15,000 people, okay? And as I'm going through this festival, I'm seeing people with inflatable couches, mattresses, all kinds of stuff. And during this, thing everybody is high as a kite okay nobody knows their own name nobody knows what color pants they're wearing and (laughs) Matt's like man this is killing me and me and a buddy of mine we were sucking down carrots the whole time because it's all we had to eat we didn't have a budget for anything besides the tent and carrots and so the entire time we were at this festival we are eating carrot after carrot after carrot and is the only thing we ate the whole time Okay, third one. <clears throat> the third one, I'm 22 years old. I have a job at a coffee shop. And this coffee shop had an, um, it had an owner that was Austrian, and she hated my guts. Every single morning, I would go into work at like 5 o'clock in the morning, and she would look me right in the eyes, and she'd say, I wish you didn't work here, but you do. And I would start my job every day. I'd play Elton John, Tiny Little Dancer. I would turn Elton John, Tiny Little Dancer on, and I would just dance to that as I would grind coffee every single morning for six months until she fired me. Oh, Dane, this is tough. This is tough. Um, <laughs> oh. Well, okay, I'm just going to... See, oh, man. I think the first story is 100% true. Okay. Okay, the first that, one The first one's true. I think the second one, oh, my goodness. I, I, oh, I'm now having second thoughts. I was going to say <laughs> it's a tale because I don't think you just chow down <laughs> carrots. But I'm starting to think... That that one was a lie, and the third one is a... Wait a second. Oh, no, no, there's more details in that first story. Okay, I'm changing up my whole entire thing. First story was a tale. Second story was a lie. And the third story was a story. (laughs) What? Okay, so do you think the first one's a tale... Yes. Second one's a lie. Okay. Yeah. The first story. The first story about creaming into the stop sign is completely true. I should have stuck with my gut. It Dang was it. completely true. The Dang second it. story. The second story where I went to a festival and ate nothing but carrots was half true. They really did have inflatable couches. I should have went with my gut. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I know. I had we it. We just didn't have carrots. We just we just didn't have carrots. We had all the right food. Just not. That's what I thought. Carrots. And the last one was a total lie. Sort of. It was it was a lie. Well, okay, so down. Oh my gosh. Um So like I said, 
This is pickle juice, mustard, and a little bit of root beer. And I don't have a trash can near me. You know what? You know what? Oh, wow. You're about to go in. I can tell. Dang, that was a lot. Oh, my gosh. Oh. 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 Well, I got about half of it. <laughs> it was only supposed to be a shot. It wasn't supposed to be a whole glass. It's not a whole glass. It was about that full. It was so, bad, though. Ow, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> Should I take mine oh. for solidarity? Um, no. Okay. Okay. I'll come. Right. I gotta come. I gotta come up with stories. <laughs> Next week, I'll have a story, a tale, and a lie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, what's the... Uh, is it time for this? <laughs> it's time for the next one. You sound a little loopy. Um Anyway. We need, like, introductions <laughs> for each of these. Yeah, well, the next one's story time. And basically, because this whole thing is called God Dots, you know, it was kind of... The name The name and the idea was really Matt's. I'm kind of here for the ride, here for the party. And, uh, oh, I can. Correct me I can get. Well, ca carry on. You know what? Carry on. I was. Okay, the next part is called story time, and it basically because this this whole thing. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. This whole I... thing is. Oh, okay, sorry. I won't ask. Uh, <laughs> no, it. This whole thing is basically based. It's called God Dots, which is the idea is people that you meet along the way in your life, and the friendships that you make, and the people that end up making your life, and. Uh, mm -hmm. So really, it's going to be an interview process for both of us with other people. But on the first one, we're going to be interviewing each other. So the next part is story time. So it basically is like you got 15 minutes on the clock, 20 minutes on the clock. Like, what's your story, Matt? Like, how'd you get into oh. ministry? Oh, so we're both going? No, no, it's just you. It's just you. Oh, I was going to say. Let me. That's why I did the introduction. Starting the camera over here. Okay. I guess next week I'll go into more details of the introduction differently. I'll... Anyway, hello, this is me. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> this is me. Anyway, um, this is me. Um, so yeah, my kind of I wanted to talk about my ministry background, and a big part of my ministry background is. A big part of it is my parents. Um, basically, my dad and um, kind of his ministry story ties very much to me, or more so his, I don't know how you would call it, um, spiritual, I can't think of any good phrasing of it. That doesn't sound really hokey, I guess. But anyway, he grew up going to... Um, uh, a very, I think you're, I'm sorry, I think you're holding it down a key on your... I don't, I don't think because so. I'm not even, I'm not even touching the keyboard, it's in my lap. Okay, I, my keyboard started going, I'm sorry, okay. Scratch no, that. Good. Restart. Okay, so this is story time with Matt. Um, I, I don't know if we'll keep that in or if we'll delete that, but um, anyway... 
So kind of my background, it starts a lot with my parents, specifically my dad, um, more so. I won't go into too much detail, um, but my mom is manic depressive, and so she wasn't always there when I was growing up. But my, I called my dad yesterday to make sure I had some deals rights, and she was the reason that my dad learned that there was more the church than just the regular denominational church. Um, so he grew up going to, I believe it was a Lutheran church uh, in Iowa, a small town, Iowa. It's a famous church, actually. It's a little brown church. Um, um, so it's actually a famous church. Yeah, it's a little brown church. If you look it up, it's the little brown church. Oh, wow. Anyway, that's where he grew grew up going to church, but it was my, when he met my mom, she led him to, uh, it was a Lau Lundstrom, Lau Lundstrom meeting, um, and that's where he first found out about the Holy Spirit, and actually, like, start, I believe that's where he started speaking in tongues, too, and so, from that time point, he had to find himself a really good church, and so, this was in 1994. He took it. I wasn't born yet, um, but my older brother was born. He took up his family and he moved um, about like 45 minutes away from where they were moving so that he could more easily go to a really good church in Clear Lake, Iowa. And from him having that desire to know God more and um, is... and to learn more and to actually put going to church and putting God first over his area where he was living, his job. Yeah. It, that's cool. I mean, that's, that's where, you know, cause I don't know where I would be if he would have stuck staying in that. I'm sure I'll be a Christian, but I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing and I wouldn't know the things that I know today without that yeah. initial move. Um, so anyway, so which his favorite verse is actually Matthew six thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things shall be added unto you. And so he really lives out his life seeking the kingdom first. Um anyway, so you go to nineteen ninety six, I'm a little bit younger than um Charles here, uh by yeah. a few years. I don't who what, does the how math? Do you? Who, I'm twenty five. Okay, so I'm twenty nine. I'll be 30 here in December. Yeah, yeah, we don't. Yeah, so I guess you're about five years, four, four years Give older than me. Give or take. Give or take. Yeah, who cares? Um. Anyway, so we were going to a really good church, and it's actually amazing. Um, I won't go into too many details of the church. Uh, oh, man. Some people might listen to this from the church. Just be honest. Here's the okay. thing. Like, you gotta just I gotta be it. honest. <clears throat> yeah. So the church was way more, in the earlier days, more spirit-focused, I would say. That is that is true. Like, they, like every single week, it was like um, someone, like someone spoke in tongues and someone had the interpretation. Like, every hmm. single week. And it That's was, cool. And it was powerful services. Um, but I remember specifically the... The pastor who was in the kids' church, um, Pastor Rory Cinderground, um, he 
went on to pastor. He now pastors a small church somewhere in Minnesota. But I remember being so engaged as a kid, just listening to him as he just spoke. Like he was such a he's such a good pastor. Um, but especially at that time, he had such an anointing to be a kids pastor. Obviously, now he's not a kids pastor. He kind of went up the rank, but he went through Rama. I don't know what year or anything, but I just remember having times where it was me, my childhood best friend, and his son, so the pastor's son, just sitting in the front row, and we were just laughing uncontrollably. Or there's so cool. many fun, so many fun stuff. Um, one of the things they would do is for blessing bucks. That's what's that's what we called our money. Mm-hmm. Was blessing that's bucks? Christian is, money, right there. Yeah, they had us <laughs> yeah, yeah. line up in the front and see who could praise the best and so we had our arms up and we were doing high knees or jogging in place in the front and if you let your arms down you were eliminated and yeah. the pastor's son won every single time every oh, stinking really? time like that feels there was like even times in interest. the yeah like he just no he just was awesome it was the best yeah he was just the just downright yeah, anyway, I wasn't going to go down on that tangent, but that was cool. That led me to, you know, years down the road. That was years ago now. That's like 15, 16 years. Well, no, longer than that. My goodness. It's like 2000, I'd say around 2002 to 2004 is when I was going, like that time frame. Anyway, where I was going from is later on, um, I wanted to be more involved with the church and help out, and so there was a time where I was actually a part of the nursery, um, which was fun, (laughs) I guess, a little bit. Mm -hmm. I didn't change any diapers or anything, I was with the toddlers, and I was, this is when I was about 12, or 11 to 12, um, and that's where I kind of started wanting to be in ministry and actually being involved. Um, fast forward a little bit, um, a few months or something, I started going to a youth group um, that was out of town, so it was a different church. Um, won't go into the details of why I wasn't going to the youth group at my home church. I just wasn't. I was following my brother. Um, but that you that church led me to um, find out about Go Ministries and later what, down what down church the line, was that? This was uh, oh, what is they called? I think it's like Faith Dominion Church. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to do a weird edit where insert name here. Do it, do it. <laughs> okay, so insert name here. Um, okay. but that's where Pastor Stephen K. Johnson, which I don't know if we can say all their oh. names either, but you I, know. Uh, what? If it was if it was me, you know, whenever you talk about something that could be disparaging character or it could make someone look poor, I think that you're allowed to tell your story to the God's honest truth. But you also want to give people the opportunity to not be who they were in the past. And sometimes when you tell past stories, especially old ones, it can pigeonhole new hearers into those ideas of those people in the past. So I think, you know, if you're That's telling true. a true story, man, like, yeah, just tell your story. Anyway, I'll, okay, I'll just, you know <clears throat> what? We'll bleep it out like a cuss word. We'll bleep it out like a, like a cuss word and after. Well, I'm not going to say anything bad. They're awesome. 
Um, oh yeah. They're not even. They're not pastors now. They're retired, and that was bum here. That was bum to hear whenever they retired. But um, I bet that's where. I, that's where I first heard about Go Ministries. Maybe we'll bleep Go Ministries every single time we Beep. say it. You know, Beep. Go like, Ministries. Are they cussing? GMI, or what GMI, are they GMI? saying? <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, that's where I found out about them. And then that link up um, in 2009, my dad got a new job. And so we moved two hours away. Um, just literally just. From oops, the Little oops. Brown Church or from Go? No. Okay. Okay. Two hours away from Go or Little Brown Church? No, not from Little Brown Church. That was years ago. That was okay. You're talking. You're talking about the church with Stephen. Okay, okay. Well, let me let me re 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 recap. I introduced my dad in 1994. He moved us from somewhere in Iowa to Clear Lake, Iowa. So we were living Got in it. Clear Lake, Iowa. So I lived in Clear Lake, Iowa until I was 12, and then we moved to Sanborn, Iowa slash Spencer, Iowa area, which is two hours. Just you just drive west, basically. Got it. From from Stephen K's church, the people that retired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, um, you you have been well, telling your story in reference to churches, so to give the places after was a bit confusing. So I just was asking if it was from that church that you really liked. Well, I went to their youth group, but I went to another church in Clearly. Got it. Okay. Got it. Which we could bleep out or. I don't know. They're not... I, he's fine. I don't know. I haven't visited him in a long time. So now I'm in another church, um, which I was going to say this. I was going to bring this to God Dots, is we were moving, and we didn't know where to go to church, but because we had the God Doc of... God... Ah, the God Dot of Pastor Steve and Kay Johnson, they were able to be like, hey, this Go alumni... Um, goes to this church in Spencer, Iowa, and it's a good church, and that's where you like that's where you guys can go. So that's what opened that God dot opened up the dot the door for us to find a good church before we moved two hours away. Um, Got it. So um, make a long story shorter. While I was there, that's where more ministry opportunities developed. That's where. Um, I developed playing the drums because they needed a they needed a drummer, um, and so I started playing the drums um, for their worship team. I started working at the church too as a custodian, um, part time working underneath, you know, like leaders of the church, and so that's where really understanding how a church works. Um, that's where I fully developed in that I was. At the time, you know, this was, well, I guess from, I started playing the drums when I was 15, and so whenever I turned 15 to now, I guess for about a decade is how long I would say I was actually always serving a church slash volunteering at a church. Um, Anyway, I went from there, and then in 2016, well, actually in 2014 or 13, I don't know when, but I met Jeff post from mm-hmm. he start he started going like he's i mentioned his name because he's somebody i want on the podcast too just because his story is cool as well and similar to mine since we're both from iowa but he would be somebody cool to have on the podcast as well yeah for sure 
he became me and my brother's roommate because we basically my dad got us a house in Spencer and so we all three moved there in 2015 he left for go ministries and then in 2016 I left for go ministries um, that's where I met Charles um, which was cool Most that's where that's where um, I met a lot of people all over the place this is another top topic for another episode that I want to to dwell on or touch on is how to when doors are presented to you how to follow peace to know which door to take and when um totally because while i was in go there's so many doors of opportunity that opened up that were awesome and any place i could thrive at um but just knowing where when and where to go is key you know actually listening to that inner man on the inside of you know where you are. Anyway, yeah, we could talk we could talk for hours on end of our journey there. Currently, right now where I'm at is I'm in Jasper, Alabama. Never thought I would be here, but a door opened up for me to be here. So I'm serving at the church here and now I have free time to start this podcast. Um yeah. Any okay. questions? Yeah. Well, okay. So you're, <clears throat> you're a young type growing up through churches. The place where you met Go was a separate church than where you were going on Sundays. It was just a place you were going to on Wednesdays, correct? Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Um, now, but what but was, they did? Why do, they did. Sorry to interrupt. They did no, do an good. event. They did do an event at my old church. That was like, uh, they did a lock-in there. So, they did know who Go Issues was as well. But anyway, now... So, was was Go really your your first, like, full-time ministry? Like, this is your whole life? Um, like when I came to Go? Um... Yeah, when you, when you came to Go, was that, like, your first stint on full-time ministry? Um, I guess in terms of like 24 hours, um, it was like I said before, I had worked at my church before coming to go and I did volunteer helping with the youth and with, um, with, uh, the worship team. So I was never paid to minister, still not really am now, but go was like, Basically, Go was like um, brought in more of the doors, I would say, to ministry and what it can look like and, you know, things of that nature. What do you mean? Being in it 24 7. (laughs) But for sure, yeah. What do you think was like one of the biggest contributors to you making all these God dots? You said that you had all these doors open to you and choosing which one was the right one was important. Like, what do you think opened those doors? Um, I really don't just honestly, just creating relationships with people. Um, yeah, you know, just talking with people. So I was on the road team for quite, you know, like, well, four years. Um, and while I was home, I was kind of more of an introvert because 
I just felt like talking to people, not a lot of people listen, different things like that, da 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 um, But while on the road, there were certain people that I just gravitated to and formed those conversations that led to more conversations to that led to, like, hey, um, come over for Thanksgiving or, you know, stop by mm-hmm. whenever you drive through. And so keeping those doors, like, keeping those waves of conversation open, um, not in, like, a creepy way of contacting the person 24-7 or appearing at their front door, <laughs> you know, you don't want to yeah. meet a pastor and be like, hey. Hey, I'm just gonna come over. Um, yeah, I learned that somewhat the hard way. Uh, what What happened? Uh, it's something I'm not. I'm not gonna share that. <laughs> but okay, I'll share it maybe after this. We're done recording. Um, Got it. Or maybe down the line. But you know, keeping that wave of you know, there's people I text to, and there's people that's like almost family. Um, and I don't know why I just, I guess I'm a fun loving guy. I don't, I really don't fully know, but, but what I would say is like most important is just having those real, like opening up those conversations, not being afraid to, you know, talk, you know, talk. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, there's, I, there's something definitely in that. Cause one thing that I've not been good about is managing relationships and uh, and I and I don't mean in the sense of like managing it like a manager, but just keeping up with people. Like one thing that Pastor Steve at Go taught me one time, I was in his office and he said, Charles, um, every once in a while, he said, not all the time, just text somebody, keep a bridge open, don't let relationships die off, just keep in contact with these people, be like, hey, thinking about you, praying about you, yada yada yada, and make sure it's true, obviously, <laughs> like don't make don't make some stuff up, like dude, I've been praying for you night and day, just set yeah. ceaselessly, and I, you know, but and that's something in my own life, I I definitely could glean. Um, and grow mm-hmm. from because you you are rock solid with people. I remember when we were at Go Together, and you were like, "Yeah, for Thanksgiving I'm going here, and Christmas I'm going here, and Thanksgiving I'm going here, and through Christmas I'm going here." And those were our breaks at Go Ministries. If you guys don't mm-hmm. know, because it's twenty four seven ministry for a year straight, you get Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Do you get Easter? Uh not anymore. Well, you did, though. Yeah, did we you? Had, though we, yeah, we did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you know, you get some time to go and you were always going with all kinds of people because you had formed all these relationships, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that didn't, (laughs) that didn't really happen that way for me. Well, so kind of my pathway is, um, I would drive from Shreveport and I'd drive up and then I would stop in like one time I stopped in Kansas, um, cause there was a church that had a coffee shop there. Um, so I'd just stop by there and grab a chai tea latte. It was about a half hour drive long. It made my drive about a half hour longer, I would say. And then I'll drive out of the way another half hour. I would say, I, I think, and I would stop in Missouri where, um, and just stop for lunch with someone there. Um, and then I'll drive the rest of the way up to Iowa that's just an example mm. of what I did whenever I went up to Iowa. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, I like being able to, you know, I like being able to hook people up, like, just hook up with people and, 
like send him a text and be like, hey, I'd love to give you a high five as I drive that, you know, drive through, you know. Um, and then there was places that I spent the night at too. A lot of which was like a lot of Thanksgivings were over in um, where I'm at now. And that's where that door opened where now I'm living in the pastor's basement. Um, yeah. Which sounds weird, but it's a really it's a really nice basement. Yeah, it's, really it's just nice a big house. house. It's not like it's a dingy yeah. basement. No, yeah, this is this is nice. Um So yeah, just you know, just talk to people, like don't be so just on your phone or distant from people. Which mm-hmm. I can be I can be when I'm like I don't know, I can be when I'm just in my own space at home but like when i'm outside out in ministry field it's like keep those doors open you know anyway that's all i have for that uh do you have anything else or are you just eating cookies well my wife just gave me a cookie but matt that is dude that is seriously a cool quality Mm. i don't know if everybody's like this and at least in my experience i'm 29 years old and i'm not the most experienced person but i've been when i was 14 15 leading worship in a church and then doing drugs for six years, and then doing full-time ministry for four years, traveling the country, and then after that, living in like three different states. I've moved like 17 times, so I've seen a few people. And you're just a rare yeah. breed. You're just a rare breed, dude. You're so relational. You're good with Praise people. Yeah, so it's cool getting to hear your story from a God dot perspective, because I didn't think that you were going to tell it from that perspective of like how re- relationships are open for you. Oh, yeah. I hope I did an okay job. At no, that cramming, was awesome. Cramming, I guess, 25 years into, you know, a half hour. Um, uh, if we get to do a second episode, I want to ask you, I'd like to hear more about Go, too. Oh, yeah, of course. Because um, the reason why, not specifically just Go, but when you're younger, you know, and maybe this is just me, you don't have a head on your shoulders to really... Be like, okay, I didn't like that time in my life, or I did like that time in my life, or I specifically enjoyed it, or I learned this. Like, when I was a kid, the things I could tell you that of the stories I learned are few and far between. Most of it was like, oh, that happened, and then this happened, and this happened. Like, I wasn't cognitive. I wasn't making, like, choices. But Mm -hmm. when you're older, you know, when you go into, like, because what age did you go into go? Oh, I was about to rebuttal and say that, I went in older than most people do. Because I was you? twenty. I was twenty when okay. I went in. Yeah. So I like before I came 25. to go before I came in to go, I already had some experience living on my own with my brother and well, Jeff. So I might not be the best person to ask in terms of what you're saying, because I didn't come out ripe out of high school. I had a year or two Got it. Okay. in between. Um, but I understand what you're saying. And Do you think it helped? What? Um, Having a couple of years yeah. before like you went to like the program? Yeah, I would say, it. well, for me, it did help. Um, I can get into these details more and later on in other podcasts, but there was things yeah. I needed to work on before I just up and moved from Iowa. Um so, yeah, so it did help from my I basically I heard the Lord to go to go, and um, he gave me a timeline of when to go, and so I just followed 
in his footsteps of what he told me to do or what I felt peace about doing. Um, yeah. Cause I will, I will say I wanted to go whenever Jeff left. Cause I was like, what the heck Jeff is going. And he knew, <laughs> he knew go for like two years. I've known yeah. go for like 10. Why the heck is he going now? Like, um, yeah, but all in all, it did, it did help in my process. Um, of growing so yeah anyway cool cool man first podcast tight tight yeah that was that was that was pretty cool you know um should we should we do a warning and a wisdom or should we just close well well yeah uh do you um do i have a more is that for me then it's for you give a piece of warning Last segment is a warning and a wisdom, and it's give a give a piece of warning or caution from your life and a nugget of wisdom that we can glean and chew on from your life. So basically, for everything that you've learned, what's a hot warning and a really good wisdom? Oh, um, okay. Uh, a hot warning. Uh, this is going to sound yeah. different, but um, for me, I would say... Oh, gosh. Um, A word of wisdom. (laughs) A hot warning is, this is going to sound weird, but this is what I have, is whenever you're pursuing um, a spouse, really get to know them and understand where they came from um, before you marry them. I'm saying this more so... um, looking at my dad and how I grew up with my mom. Like I mentioned earlier, my mm. mom's manic depressive. A lot of that came from her father who was a drunk and like, so just things like of that nature. Um, and not to get in, like, I love my mom just so everybody knows. Um, just while growing up, I do have a lot of horror stories that happened with my mom. But as of right now, I love her. I, talk to her i try to con i stay in contact with her um i don't know how often i call her but i write her letters and stuff so all that's good but not so all that to say is god can restore those type of relationships um yeah ah, gosh anyway <laughs> that, but man, just, that, that mustard's doing you in yeah it's really doing me in but um <laughs> what i'd say is when you get to know a person and you start dating them, like really get to know and know their, where they came, what they came from, what they even conquered and just things of that nature, which is weird coming from me. Cause I haven't, I haven't dated anyone. Um, <laughs> I've been single. I'm ready to mingle. Uh, as long as I don't know, <laughs> I'm ready to start talking if somebody wants to. Um, Oh wow. Right anyway, Anyway, and then a piece of whiz, a piece of wisdom, I guess. Yeah. That's a little bit of both. Um, it is a little. Wisdom is, a is little like what, both, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, another word of wisdom is like I said, like just get off the phone and um, learn to socialize. You know, because it can be hard and awkward, but get involved in your church. Um, you know, talk to the pat like. Not to, not necessarily talk directly with the pastor, but talk to the to the leadership that's, you know, under him of where you could plug in at the church and 
start having those conversations and forming those skills and relationships. That's my word of advice, you could say, for for sure. Today. No, definitely. Um, no, that's awesome because yeah. if uh, you know, a lot of times when people go to a church, they're attending. They think it's like something that you choose according to, but really mm-hmm. the very basis of going to church is being involved because it says that the body of Christ is held together by every part doing their supply mm-hmm. and the the ligaments, what holds it together is people doing what they're supposed to be doing. And so attending was never even part of the body of Christ. Actually doing something involved with church was being a part of the body. So that's like, you ha- that's like first mm-hmm. things first when you get to a church. Yeah. Okay, in closing, I want to do closing. one, one thing. Um, okay, uh, a challenge for book. both of us. Okay. This is off this book. Was, this was challenge for both planned. of us. I want by our next, our next podcast. Let me write this down. I want to dress up. I want us both to dress up, straight <laughs> to the nines, as if we're mob bosses. Are you serious? Yes, I am serious. Like a um, like a mob. I don't even know if I have the clothes. Can I be a country mob boss? <laughs> what? Okay, just dress up as a mob boss. That's up to interpretation. Um, okay, okay. Let me write this down. So I'm gonna forget it if I'm gonna write it down. Okay, let me write it down. <laughs> let me write it down. Okay, homework. So anyone watching the podcast, if we're I don't know if we'll be audio only for this one or video, but we're going to have a costume contest and you guys can vote on which costume is better. This is also for Instagram because we'll post separately because we'll be able to take pictures of us dressed, dressed up. This is a good idea, Matt. This is a good idea. Yes. I like, did you know, did you know you're going to spring it on me or something? Did you know you're going to spring it on me like that? No, I just knew that we needed something fun for the end. Okay. And something for okay. people to look forward to. All right, next week, this has been God Dots, Ministry Stories, and people you meet along the way. Next week will be Charles's story. I'm excited to hear uh, about it. It might be two hours long because <laughs> he's, he's got an awesome story. Um, and I'm excited for you all to hear it. So next week, um, get ready for that. That's it. Love y'all. Love you guys. Um, That's perfect, man. That was awesome. (laughs) That was perfect. That's perfect. All right.